Welcome to the next episode of the Upscale Podcast. Uh, today with myself, Nathan, and... It was awkward because you were looking yeah. at me with Nathan. And I'm like, no, 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 you're Nathan. I know who I am. Yeah. I'm Mitch. This is a podcast. I'm Mitch. This is Mitch Van. And uh, this is Nathan. And... <laughs> Arena. That got complicated. I'm here too. Really right. quick. Yeah. yeah, we don't overcomplicate anything here, but we just did. Yes. <laughs> On this week's episode, we're talking about hiring and, and more importantly, interviewing. Uh, we've all actually just been through the process recently and we wanted to share a little bit about what we did, uh, what we use as a formula for hiring and the questions that we ask um, to hopefully make your guys' life a little bit easier when it comes to putting on your new potential hires. Interviewing. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Interviewing. Uh, look, I'll be honest here. I'm someone that rolls pretty freely with my interview process um, and just want to clarify when you said before that we all went through this. Um, you both have actually conducted interviews in the last two days. Um, Arita, was that your first one you've ever done? Was that the first time you've interviewed someone? No, I've interviewed someone before. Yep. Um, but different position, different questions. Yep. Different things to consider. Um, so first interview in that space. Yep. Yep. But um, yeah, not. I like to prepare. Mm. Like, this will be good because we've got really different styles and everything here. Surprise. Yeah. So why don't we talk to, why don't we talk to um our listeners about someone that preps yep. first and foremost. I feel like you're gonna sit in the middle. As, as usual. As usual. Most yeah, as usual. And then I'll sit on the other side of this one. So why don't we start with the if you're gonna plan, because a lot of people feel like they need a plan. Yeah. And I'm not saying they do, and I'm not saying they don't. So I think it's important that people understand what it looks like when you do plan. What do we got? I love this because you get like, okay, if you're this person and have this personality trait, you can do it like that. And if you're more into like, I'm not prepping, you can do it like Mitch. Um, <laughs> no. Um, so I like to go in and just have a, like, it doesn't have to be written down, but I like to have at least a bit of an idea of what do I want to find out about this person? What's important for the job? So um, what do they know? What are their qualifications? Um, how far are they through? What is their experience? I, I sort of make a mental note. I, I want to know that. Um, I also, for me, really important, I like to have prepared on the financial aspect of things. Like I want to find out from them how much are they thinking about being paid. So I will definitely have an idea in case I get asked, like how much can we actually offer? And what do we base that on? So they are big things for me. And then um, obviously once you're in the interview, um, what I found just interviewing the last position is like, how do you click with a person? Um, how do they talk? How, how do they present themselves? Um, does that fit the position, the person that you're looking for? And um, then still have a bit of flexibility around how you're going to talk to them. So I wouldn't just have a list of questions and ask them, how are you and where are you from? And then fire off at them. I would have a conversation still. But for me, prepping for an interview would be um, have a couple of key points that I definitely want to ask them. And, um, you know, if you're asking, if you're hiring someone and you're interviewing them about specific skills, I would definitely be prepared to ask them something that they should know, um, but without putting them like, you know, to the test or anything, but, you know, just having, sussing out how they are thinking on their feet a little bit um, in the space that you'll be hiring them in. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right, Nate, let's, let's talk the middle or should we go the other side, Felipe? No, let's go the middle. Okay, we'll go, the middle. go to the, natural, the middle. natural progression. Natural progression. 
I think when it, for me, when it comes to hiring, I guess the, the thing that I'm most conscious about is that we're also trying to present a culture. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, that's where the structured approach, I tend to steer away from it a little bit. Obviously, there's the the foundational questions that you want to ask that are around, you know, what's important for your business. So there's things that we need to find out about that person. Are they going to be able to meet certain criteria and be a good fit? But I guess what I'm looking for, in, especially in an in initial interview, is to make sure that the person that I'm speaking to, what I'm getting and the information that they're telling me matches their body language and the things that are going on. So um, I'm more trying to feel out the person and kind of get a feel for how they may operate, what their challenges are, what their strengths are, um, looking at things like, you know, how do they resolve conflict? What's yep. what's what's their current employment? Why did their previous employment end? Um, how do they perform under pressure? These are all really important things, I think, when it comes to a having a good culture and a good, happy workplace, as well as, you know, being a business owner. How do we go about making sure staff are happy? Mm-hmm. Yep. And what about you, mate? Well, for anyone that, like, this is an interesting one for us here because... Um, the way in which we actually met, like if we think about our transition, how we actually got to the point of where Upscale is right now, is, um, you know, and for anyone that doesn't know that story, we can talk about that another time, maybe. Yeah, yeah we'll talk about that. Yeah. Uh, but for anyone that wants to hear... You just said Flo in... offered me a heap of money and I said yes, that was yeah. it. <laughs> so what actually happened was in a previous uh, company that we actually all worked in, um, I actually was the person that interviewed both of you. So if we want to talk about my interview style and the way that I roll, it's why don't we hear from two people that have actually been interviewed by me? Actually, we've got a third person in the house, but you know what? She can stay over there for right now. Uh, do you remember our interview? You said my name wrong. I, and can I tell you this? Yes. I want to tell you this as listeners. You don't want to get that wrong, guys. The way. reason I hired you, yeah? And you were, a, you were one of the hardest hires I've ever had because of the position that was needed in the company at that point. Um was because I said it wrong and you corrected me in such a way that I was like, hi. <laughs> I didn't care about anything else. In that moment, that feeling, it was the first 10 seconds, the feeling I had was that I could work with this person and she's going to be able to deliver the results that I need and that the clients need to ultimately justify what's happening. Okay, so maybe a, a point for people that actually are on the other side of the, equa- of the equation, if you're being interviewed, it's really important that you are authentically yourself and you showcase that trait within yourself. But in regards to the interview, uh, yep, I said your name wrong. Uh, I said Erina instead of Arena. Uh, But growing up on the Central Coast uh, near Erina, seeing the word Erina, I think you could... Yeah, I understand. Still digging that grave, mate. Still got it. Okay, but what else? What was my style like? How was it? Um, Just, all right, it's been a while. Um, it was, it felt more like a chat yep. than uh, an interview, Yeah, I think. I That's wouldn't remember what questions I asked no. you. All I would have done is go and have a chat with you and see what it felt like. And then I would yep. have asked you some questions that ultimately were like little push points to see like little things, but I've got no script. Yet. I think it was a little bit like, okay, what did you do in the past and where can you see yourself? Why do you want to change? Yep. Um, things like that. But even though I feel like they're good interview questions, 
yep. that you could put on your notepad if you feel like you're going to forget about them. Yep. They felt very natural in the in the moment, more like someone's showing an interest in yep. where have you been? Like, what have you done? How did you learn your skills? Yeah. And how do you want to apply them in the future? Yeah. And for me and how I grow businesses, that's an important part. That's way more important to me around how you communicate those things and how we ultimately gel and get on. And this isn't always the case for all positions. Like there's positions out there. A good example is, let's say, in the digital marketing space when I'm hiring an SEO expert or a Google Ads specialist, just for an example. Like to me, there's a massive technical skill that is required there. And I need to make sure because I personally don't want to manage that space. Mm. And I don't I actually also in saying that, but I have a very clear outcome that is in that space. Like I need certain results for certain people. So in that, sure, I'm going to pick a little bit more depth at the technical space of it. But in your role as an accountant, I have no backstory there. I have no skill set there. I understand accounts well. I understand financials as I would think quite well as a business owner. But your level of knowledge far surpasses mine. So there's no need or point for me to try and understand or ask you questions in that space because I ultimately don't know the questions to ask. Mm, so at the you. end of the day, for me, that it's actually going to be relevant of whether I should hire or not. So at the end of the day, it's so important for me to just have a good, clear, concise conversation and click. Yeah. How about you? I remember, actually, can I tell this story? <laughs> Has any, <laughs> I remember when you got on that call and it's so interesting knowing you now and like working with you every single day now and since then. Uh, also want to point out Nathan is the guy that gave me COVID. Just putting that out there. It's because we've got a good relationship. Good relationship. <laughs> always remember you first. Uh, and um, I remember jumping on that interview and thinking that you looked like the guy out of the movie with Adam Sandler, uh, where he is, uh, I think it's called Good Luck Chat. No, it's called, what's it called? <laughs> they get married in the movie You're to right. try and avoid like some taxation problem. Oh, yeah. And yeah. he's got a beard like yeah. you in that movie. And I remember the first thing I thought of when you got on the thing was, that's the guy from the Adam Sandler movie. Yeah, you're not giving me much there. I know the guy you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. And then when I met you, I was like, oh, my God, you're so that's so different so far from what you were. It must have been the camera angle. Okay. But anyway, that's my that was my first bit about you. Do you remember the interview that we had? I do. Yeah. So I remember it being really, really pretty simple. Yep. I um, Being a sales position that I was going for, I think you weren't really overthinking it all too much. Mm -hmm. You know, mate? You didn't have to ask me a lot of questions about my previous history, that kind of thing. It was all in my CV. It was, again, more of a chat just to see if we gelled. You told me a little bit about the company, um, whether it was an opportunity I'd be interested in. And I think you actually offered me the job then and there I did. on the spot. I did. And I think for me and, and for you at that time, in particular as a salesperson, like anyone can put anything into a CV and mm -hmm. say anything about themselves. Um, a lot of the time with those kinds of roles, proofs in the pudding and yep. just getting the person in there on board, bum on seat. So I was prepared to come in and give it a go and see if you guys were all that you were talking about. Yep. And I guess the same was going for me. Was yep. I everything that I was talking about? Yep. Um, and so there wasn't much risk involved. Yep. And I think that's that's something I, I probably took away from that is you don't have to overcomplicate hiring. At the end of the mm. day, this is not you're not asking someone to marry you. You're asking someone to come and work for you and it's usually on a trial to begin with. So, um, you know, we see quite a lot. People will hire, will be really meticulous with their hiring and have so many, you know, judge, judge a book by its cover, all that kind of thing. And 
quite often we've proved wrong on our initial perception. So I think it's good to be a little bit more open with with how you hire. Yep. You actually just said an interesting line, which was, you know, you're not asking someone to marry you. And um, I like to look at interviewing um, how I would expect, how I think a first date should be. Most people go into a first date and they've got these like questions. You're pretty forward. <laughs> okay. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We're talking about interviewing dating here. Just give me a sec. We're not talking about marriage. I know that's what I said. Well, you didn't but... ask me to marry you on the first date. <laughs> okay. So what, what I'm saying here is like people go into a date, their first date, and they have all these questions or things that they're important and they, they feel like they have to ask these like these questions to determine if this is a suitable person for them to, mm. to go on a secondary date with. It's an interview. Yeah, but it shouldn't, it shouldn't be. be no. it's so, and an interview <laughs> shouldn't feel like an interview and a date shouldn't feel like an interview. Both of those spaces should feel like a natural organic flow between two people mm. to see if they could realistically work together. Removing agenda. Yes. When when people have got agenda and it all, it all becomes too businessy. Oh, so businessy. And like you talk about from the employer side of things, like they're sitting there and the agenda is really simple. Two parts. One, how can I get this person for the least amount of money? And two, how can I get the best bang for my buck? Mm-hmm. If you as an employer remove that agenda and just say, I want to have a really good connection with someone who can come into my team and then go out and ultimately work with my clients, you will win, mm-hmm. hands mm-hmm. down. Yeah. So if we want to talk about my style, I don't have one. My style is really, I don't plan. I look at realistically the person's name um, and then I might do, you know what, like a, co- a conversation in my head like, hi, Arena, how are you? I'm good, Mitch. And it goes like that. Like I like to keep it super simple. Yeah. yeah. And all the planning in the world, you never really know how these things are going to go. No. And you also. You need to be present. Yeah. A, a really good example of that as well is, so one of the uh, sales managers uh, from a company that I used to have, um, she interviewed horribly, horribly. And I hired three people within that interview. And so I hired three people for that same, like within that role. So three different salespeople. And she interviewed the worst by far. But I hired her because I felt that she was interviewing really bad. Mm. Some people interview, Some people interview really, really poor. They get nervous. They, yeah. get nervous. they don't know what to say. They're tongue-tied. They've yeah. had a big night. They've been up all night sweating and freaking out mm. because they need this job. Yeah. This was just coming out of COVID. And, you know, for her... I could see a lot more potential than what was being shown on the call. So it also shows the point, like no matter how good your questions are, no matter how good you are at reading people, no matter how good you are at whatever, Mm. sometimes what is being presented to you is not actually the person themselves. And, you know, she went on to be incredible. So while interview questions and all these are important, I think you as a person need to learn to read the person that you're speaking with and have a bit of a deeper understanding of what could be going on for someone. Yep. So if we had to give three pieces of advice, one from each of us, or I guess three very different styles, what would you say the most important part for you would be? Um, I would say prepare what is important to you, but keep it flexible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say read the person, not the words. I'd say throw the questions out the window and have fun. Yep. Enjoy yourself. Like both of you as the employer and as the potential employee, like going to an interview with a frame of mind that, you know what, I'm just here to have fun, connect and chat. Mm. I think it's important. Just don't overthink it. It's, it's one of these things we have to get familiar with, like many other parts of our business. 
the more you do it, the easier it becomes. Yeah. I really think pick what suits your personality. Yeah, don't so if, if, if it like it would freak me out going fully unprepared because that's who I am. So if you are someone who needs to prepare, prepare. But if you feel like preparing will make you feel out of your flow, then don't prepare too much. Yeah. You know, just go in with like a super open mind. So have a look at yourself and what makes you feel comfortable before an interview, especially if it's your first one. Yep. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening in. And uh, until next time, keep it real. Bye.